This is No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. Uh, we're just a couple of, uh, couple of old jokers. <laughs> I don't know. A couple of ding-dongs. Uh-huh. Uh, from New York City, the city that could use a little more sleep. To be honest with you, I could, we could use a little more sleep. We could use a little bit, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling it today. Mm. We watch a Fast and Furious movie every week. We watched The Fast and The Furious, the original movie this week. Mm-hmm. Daryl Wong, how was your watch through? Wonderful as Always. Yeah. It's great to come back. We've been working on the No One Likes the Tuna Optimum I Feel experience. Yes. And we've, it's not in any order except the one that is most pleasurable to your eyeballs. And I like really that. Feel- to keep it, I, we understand there will be peaks and bales, mm-hmm. but knowing that we're trying to keep it at as consistently high a level. As we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coming off of six last week. Last week. Yeah. Really great to be back at one here. We are at one and it is, boy, what a world <laughs> fucking difference this movie is. Uh-huh. It's wild. Um, so in the scene, the first heist scene, mm-hmm. we talked about this maybe uh, years ago, but. They shoot the gentleman with some sort of sleeping dart. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Does it come? Is it come from a gun? It's not a blow dart. It definitely comes from some kind of compressed air gun. Potentially nitrous powered. Potentially nitrous powered. Nitrous oxide powered. Although that's like a combustible. Mm-hmm. They do use it later on to um, in the harpoon gun. Um, in the last movie. That's true. That's true. That's true. Unsheath it Mm -hmm. as a thing. But nitrous oxide is a gas. Like, I don't understand how that works. Maybe we should have talked about that when we did six, but Mm. it's not like a compressed air. Right. It's like a gas that you combust that burns a lot hotter. Yeah. Right. No clue. No clue. All right, but let's get back to the sleep dart. Mm-hmm. Where are they getting a sleep dart? <laughs> Do you have a, like, oh. if you, if Daryl, if somebody showed up with a briefcase, it said, in this briefcase, it's $10 million. However, you can have it. However, by the way, tomorrow, you need to procure one sleep dart. Oh. A professionally made sleep dart. So I'm not like a hunting guy. But right. is that not the type of thing you could buy at your local Walmart like <laughs> gun I don't know. center? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you can buy ammunition that kills somebody or an animal, um, shouldn't you be able to buy something that puts them asleep? asleep? Yeah. Something less lethal? Like a horse trank. Mm-hmm. Right? Or even a deer trank? Even a deer trank? Like what is... I think you need more than a deer trank. Mm-hmm. I think maybe... I, it depends on the person. I mean, I, I assume that it's all weight-based, right? If you're trying to put something right. to sleep. The thing is, like, what level of animal does my mass, 
I always think, obviously, in terms of myself, but, like, what does my mass equate to animal-wise? Mm-hmm. Like, how heavy is a deer? So, like, at least 500 pounds. I'm thinking five With antlers or without? With. Oh, okay. Well, actually, you might have some more experience with deer because mm-hmm. I remember, what, a year ago? Maybe Two more than ago. that? Yeah. Yeah, you had a little run I had a run-in run with a deer. But that was a fairly small, I don't know how, like, average size small it was, but it was a female whitetail mm-hmm. deer. And the whitetail, obviously, are, like, a smaller breed of deer. And they... Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I would think, if if you had the right concoction to trank that deer, would it put me out? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like no. I feel like I could rock through it. It's like I drink enough coffee on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, the it doesn't occur naturally yeah. in the wild. So a deer is not out there drinking a super. They're not prepping for it, right? Exactly. They're not prepared. That's no resistance whatsoever. If I were to get shot with a sleep dart, I think I would like chug two sugar-free Red Bulls right away <laughs> as a cure, uh-huh. and just try to power on through. That'd be a wild ass experience. <laughs> um. You know what I had today, which I haven't had, I think, since the time we had, the last time we drank 10 of them together? NOS energy drink? I drank a NOS energy drink. Really? This afternoon. How was it? It was great. Why didn't you lead with this? Uh, This is the lead. Beep, 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 beep. This is the lead story of the day. Yeah, on public service announcement, uh, NASA energy drink, still delicious. I mean, delicious. 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 It's good. The, yeah. oh, the, oh, the the plain, good, regular flavor is good. Yes. There are some gnarly <laughs> flavors of Nas Energy Drink. But the plain one is great. It's really good. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've been talking energy fruity. drinks for like a couple of weeks here. We yeah. had a couple of Red Bulls together. I was looking for a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And the Walgreens I went into mm-hmm. had zero. Yeah. But they were partially stocked on multiple flavors. How do you have... If you're a fucking pharmacy... In 2021, uh-huh. how are you out of Red Bull? How are you not carrying Red Bull? That's crazy to me. Yeah, Walgreens, Crown Heights is having a rough time. Yeah, they're, they're just well, very low supply on supply chain. Yeah, coronavirus. Who but, knows? Uh, yeah, flavor was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a blast of energy, but I definitely felt you felt solidly awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I one of the reasons I like sugar free Red Bull. Which I've talked about is like it does it rocks me it it, it knocks my socks off. Mm-hmm. All I need is a little. It's like whoa. Yeah, I'm awake. Um, but funny enough, I can't stand regular Red Bull. I think hmm. it's disgusting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a regular Red Bull. I like it over ice. I like a, mm. most. I like most things over. I ice. I like the lifestyle of the energy drink over ice. Right, <laughs> like that is a good vibes lifestyle that I think we should try to get on. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but do you think you could procure a sleep? Do- well, the one they shoot is insane. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about the one they shoot, which looks like like a sticky spider bite almost, right? On the guy's arm. Mm-hmm. But could you get a sleep dart tomorrow? Yeah. Here. I mean, you, you, had, you had 24 hours to leave your apartment, 
procure a sleep dart and come back to your apartment <laughs> tomorrow mm, and give it to the guy. I mean, the first thing I would do is I would uh, cross the tunnel and go to New Jersey because I don't think everything. You're right, exactly. Yeah, Lawless. No, <laughs> <laughs> first things first. Go to New Jersey, and then yeah, I would check like a gun. I would check like a gun store. Right. That would be my first move, and okay. I think after I yeah, if I don't hit on it first try, I think I could. Um, if the guy doesn't know, he'll know somebody who knows. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Maximum good, three. It's a great strategy. Yeah. It's a it's a very good strategy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no tranks on Long Island. There's none in Connecticut. You got to go straight west. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I mean, I could probably get horse tranquilizer the concoction. Mm-hmm. Maybe I feel like that'd be easier to get than in dart form. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? I just am wondering where Don Toretto, like who's his who's his sleep dart guy? Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. maybe like it's Johnny Tran. Maybe it's Johnny Tran. Maybe that's what Johnny Tran was tied up in this whole time. <laughs> was that like fucking black market tranquilizer? Yeah, guns. black market. That seems way worse mm-hmm. to me <laughs> than like a couple of DVD players in this movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're not familiar with the law, but I wonder if it's illegal to have. I mean, imagine because everything is illegal in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But that's pure guess. Mm-hmm. I don't see why. I, I, like, I don't see why it should be illegal mm-hmm. to have triangles. Yeah. <laughs> the point of it is that it's non-lethal. Like, maybe there's right. one of those things where if you like get hit with two, if you get hit with two of them, maybe that's a lethal lethal, lethal dose, dose of sleepiness. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. But for who? Hmm. Again. Right. If you're as large as a stag, mm-hmm. maybe not. <laughs> I mean, so the whole thing is like they sell like extra strength NyQuil at the bodega over mm-hmm. here. And if, you, if you're not prepared and you take a sip of that, like you'll be asleep whether you like it or not in 20 minutes. You could get, right. That's true. You could get yourself into a little trouble there. Mm-hmm. NyQuil has always fucked me up pretty bad when mm-hmm. I've tried to take it for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I've taken it very few times in my entire life. I don't really sleep. It feels the tiredness I feel from NyQuil actually feels like fake tiredness. And mm-hmm. it, I, I like can tell and I don't fall asleep. I don't know how to, else to describe it. It feels mm-hmm. incredibly weird. Yeah. And I don't like the experience at all. Um, okay. Paul Walker in this movie mm-hmm. has a moment when he's in his like room at Harry. He gets back to Harry's. He's like, "What did you tell him?" He's like, "I told him good help is hard to come by." Mm-hmm. He's in his like room, which is weirdly like directly off the show floor at Harry's, uh-huh. which I realized. But then he's like standing there, and he's like, "Nos, I need Nos." Mm-hmm. It's like. Dude, you have two giant NOS posters in your... Sorry, we're blowing out the mic, everybody. You have two giant NOS posters in your room right behind you. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just now realizing... You've spent $80,000, like, building this crazy green FBI car. And you're literally... And you've put these 
NOS posters up in your room, and you're just now connecting the two things and saying, like, I need to put NOS in the car? Mm-hmm. That seems dumb to me. Um, I mean, so Harry is in trouble with the law, and he's getting... Definitely. Right, he's got young... Uh, young Brian Earls Bildner there. Mm-hmm. Why does he also have to house him on premises? It's great. <laughs> it's a really great, 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 great... Great question. You'd think, you know, the FBI is sending this guy in there, like, get him an apartment. Yeah, I also think I wouldn't fucking, like, I would just let Brian Earl Spilner get a job at Harry's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I think I'd rope the engine, like, or some other place that the, you know, if you don't get a job at Harry's, get a place that the other, you know, they hang around too. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, like where, where the racers hang out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can figure out a place the racers hang out, get a job there. Hmm. If I was Brian Earl Spilner, I wouldn't want I would want the least amount people to know about my undercover operation, especially not some like schlub who works at a car parts store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't want him with the actual knowledge that could fuck me over hmm. with these guys. You mean, yeah, comp- you wouldn't want Harry involved at all because he right. could blow your cover at any Definitely. Time. Hmm. I mean, they set it up here where Harry is supposed to be, you know, so underwater that there's no shot that he would blow Brian's cover. I'm sorry. If Vince, after he, like, interrogated Brian about being a cop, literally just went to Harry <laughs> and was like... Grabbed him by the collar. Yeah, grabbed him by the collar a little bit. Not too, not too rough, uh-huh. but he was like, is he a cop? Harry would be like, yes, oh, yeah. of course he's a cop. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it took you guys this long to figure it out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, Harry would fold in a second. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So where else, if you're trying to place um, an undercover agent, where else is the center of the street racer uh, I don't know. It, I don't know. Intersection? I don't know. Maybe there's like a Sabaro or that they all mm-hmm. hang out in, or like DMV or something. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> work at the DMV. <laughs> that would be good. I mean, a garage. I imagine not every single person owns a place to like work on their own car, right? Like they can. Do they take them to a mechanic who mm-hmm. like does this type of work for street you, racers? You know what you would do? You would get. So in New York, they have like a inspection mm. thing that you need. So all your cars need to be inspected, and like yeah, every as part year. of your yeah. renewal, you just have an. You would be an inspector. You would come. You on. could be a crook. I got my car inspected by an extremely crooked exactly <laughs> inspector one time, like uh, un- unbelievably, and like not even an expensive crook. Mm-hmm. $30. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, Gave me a sticker. Brian Earls Bildner's, yeah, like, in, yeah, California inspection, like, smog, don't worry about it. Yeah. Window tint, it doesn't matter. Like, once he puts that on Yelp, all the street racers are going to come to him anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Just be the, like, crooked inspector guy for mm-hmm. all the street racers. It's a perfect idea. It's a perfect idea. You can set up your own operation. And then you got info on all the street racers, everything they're driving, what's in it, mm-hmm. what kind of fucking brakes, what they're carrying, what they're capable of, you know. 
this is a very good solution to Brian Earl Spillner's problem, but he did not try to solve it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what you got for me this week? Mm, I like Hector a lot. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he was sometimes underutilized. Yeah, underutilized yeah. within the series. He is the first one to welcome Brian to the car. Absolutely, meet, you know, and he doesn't take a uh, intimidation tactic. He's genuinely interested. Uh, a great steward of the uh, street racing scene. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, that's a perfect word for it, you know? <laughs> and also, like, I know they joke around about, like, Hector not being the, uh, not being fast enough to run away with the money. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, the fact that they trust Hector to hold the cash while they do the race, it's a position of honor, it I sure, feel like. It surely is. Right? So I feel like Hector sort of gets the sideswipe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, is he back in eight? Um, so he shows or not eight, up. seven. Sorry. Yeah, the start of seven. He shows up, right? Yeah, he's at yeah. Race Wars. Yeah, and but, maybe he's just been running Race Wars mm-hmm. ever since. Great. I mean, that was his goal. His yeah. he wanted to go straight. He wanted to go straight. He and Leon, who we know is an accountant. Leon's mm-hmm. his accountant, runs the business side of Race Wars, and mm-hmm. Hector runs the promotion, <laughs> marketing, and stewardship of it. And he's wonderful at that. You he's know? really got what it takes to bring the community together. I agree. I agree. I'm a big fan of Hector. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Hector, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else from this week pop out at you? Mm, very. I got very little actually. Right. Yeah, I like that. This what, movie's good. Let's just say that. Sure. For, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like the after Giant Tran blows up their car, they have to go and hike back slash take a cab back to thirteen twenty seven. Right. I like that. The first thing, and I think this is what makes this movie realistic, is that. First thing Brian does, he's like, got to go to the bathroom. We've obviously been coming across town. We've been we're walking sh- for a while. Yeah, we were here. street racing before yeah. this. Like, I think it's a very small thing, but it also um, is a realistic, realistic way to shift the scene. I agree. Yeah, I think there's some nice touches of that kind of thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh um, I like just like the whole, there's a little bit of messiness to this movie that is un, in really isn't in any of the other ones. Like two is very clean. Um, but this movie, like in the tuna scene, you know, Paul Walker's like kind of fucking around and he's like weirdly spinning the magazine he's <laughs> looking at and. There's awkward pauses and stumbling over dialogue a little bit, and mm. they just kind of let it run, and it's it's kind of good, mm-hmm. basically. It's basically kind of good. Yeah, yeah. And I like. I Must mean, it be a little loose, a little real, a little like something? You know, I liked when I like movies that are a little bit more that, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about that scene actually. How unusual is it that Dom is sitting there in the back? With his back to the shop. To the shop. Yeah. Looks, like, what's he doing in there? Yeah, it looks really cool, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I do this 
all the time when I like enter a room or I'm trying to figure out where to sit. Like, mm-mm. you can't be sitting with your back to the door, okay? No, yeah. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. I had a, I knew a dude who was a cop. Uh, ex girlfriend of mine's sister's husband kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Dude would walk in a room and just pop to the corner and like stand with his back to the corner and just watch everybody. I was like, holy shit, bro. Wow. Like he's just like instinctively sort of was in a looking position. Hmm. He never put his like back to the sort of main crowd or who is it? Yeah. It was Whoa. wild. Whoa. Yeah. So kind of Jason Borney. Not this dude. <laughs> This dude weighed about 400 pounds at a lisp. Uh-huh. I mean, he was an okay enough guy. Right. But, you know. I mean, at 400 LBs, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's tough to find a sturdy enough seat on a regular basis. So the corner is... Really the corner is where you got to go. It's like got support. two walls that support you <laughs> instead of just one. <laughs> Sorry, we should... Ah, we yeah. should go. We, we should um, yeah, big dudes just have it different, you know. Yeah, they recognize they got it that. Yeah, you're whatever. Yeah, if you're a big guy, you interact with the world in a very differently. Different yeah, very differently. And I, I don't have any experience with that for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah, sometimes I wear a really big jacket, run into everything. Really, can't like get through doors and oh stuff. Oh my god, I had, yeah, I had some type of like oversized and like very insulated jacket that I was wearing in the winter time. I would bump into people in the subway. It was noticeable that like I was running into things. Yeah, my frame was so much. Frame wider. was bigger. Yeah, I mean, I get, I run into like tall things sometimes. Mm. There are like tall hazards in the world, and I'm just on the cusp enough to like. Once in a while, get like tripped up by a tall hazard, <laughs> right? Nice. Uh, but yeah, the other the expansiveness is not. I don't have a lot of experience with that. Mm-hmm. So I am still after twenty one cycles, mm-hmm. twenty one watch throughs of this particular movie. I just want to say this: I am still flabbergasted. By the ice cappuccino scene. It's just so fucking insane. I know I talk about it every cycle. It's uh-huh. so fucking insane. I need... I honestly think I need to know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Like how that scene came to make came the final to cut? Be. Yeah. How it came to make the final cut. I think I need to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just telling. I'm just throwing this out in the universe. You know that podcast like Serial. Mm-hmm. This podcast is now <laughs> turning into the serial of how the serial season four, mm-hmm. how the ice cappuccino scene got in the Fast and the Furious one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually try to find out. Okay, I'm gonna reach out to people that. Might know. Mm-hmm. Not that I know any of them, but I'm just going to scrape. I'm doing some investigative journalism here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just want to know what that is. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there are a few ways that it could have come about, right? Um, maybe they had a like police consultant on the movie who 
was there to design some of the realism around the detective FBI mm-hmm. um, relationship. And that person maybe had some real life police experience and the Sarge character along with the cappuccino quirk yeah. is based on a real person. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the cappuccino thing. If I, I would love to know that information. But this is what I'm saying. If that's the case, I would love to know that mm-hmm. and confirm it. If it was like a prop guy who was like, fuck, all I got is fucking like ice cappuccino props today. Mm-hmm. I would love to know that. So let's think. Um, when, approximately when, did the Starbucks Frappuccino be invented? The because, Frappuccino. Yeah, because I assume that the Frappuccino, when it was invented, was popular immediately. I assume that too, but I don't think that's I don't think that's what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if this in 2001 is that pre or post the actual. It is post in mm-hmm. far as far as I understand as far as I it's mm-hmm. post. Okay, but I really feel like this is an LA thing. Mm-hmm. Like something sprung like at the summer of 2000 when they were shooting this ice cappuccinos were fucking hot. You know what I mean? It was like popping off ice cappuccino. They were like, "Yeah, let's put it in the movie." Uh-huh. You know? That'll be cool and relevant. People will like, definitely. Key I think the craziest this. answer would be. I think the craziest answer would be if it was in the script originally. That's mm-hmm. like would blow my mind the most. I think mm-hmm. would be like, "Oh no, 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 no! I wrote it like that." Like Gary Scott Thomas was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I wrote, I, I just love him. You want regular or decaf, Sarge? Yeah, yeah. that like he wrote that in the <laughs> script. Like that would be the craziest result from this investigative journalism mm-hmm. that I'm about to sort of launch into. So we'll see what happens. I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. I'm going to put some feelers out there. You mm-hmm. know, send a few emails, make a few phone calls. Pound pavement. You know what I'm saying? Go Wag ahead. the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Cool. Do you want to do shout outs? I think so. Great. Uh, we have a little segment on this podcast called Shout Outs. Oh, that felt good. We've been better. trying to do that over Zoom for a year and it's not been going great, right? It's not the same as the real life shout out. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Uh, where we just give shout-outs to, like, products, places, things, people, restaurants, whatever we want, or Mm -hmm. anti-shout-outs. And just because, basically. These these movies have a lot of product placement, as we know. Mm -hmm. We just thought we'd embody the spirit of that and give away some free product placement to things we're just digging these days. Mm -hmm. So I want to give a shout-out, a real one. Not an anti-shout-out, a real shout-out to a thing, a product. Daryl, you gave me something, and I didn't. I wore it once, and then I didn't wear it again, and then I wore it recently again, uh-huh. which is a mask. You uh-huh. gave me a mask from your car Nice on the trip back from Massachusetts uh, so that I could go into a Burger King. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't wear it again. I didn't really think about it because I had one job that just needed surgical masks or whatever. Then on this job, they are they were requiring KN95 masks, mm-hmm. which is 
good. I'm pro that. Uh, and I, they have some, and they were giving them out. But, like, I got to tell you, some of these KN95s, I'm not complaining. I love the mask wearing. But they, like, rip your fucking ears off. It's insane. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay? The elastic strings it's are too so strong. Hmm. The elastic is so strong that my I literally, like, hurt a nerve in my <laughs> ear. All right? Uh-huh. So I didn't know what to do, and I, like... You know, I was like looking around for K95s to buy online, you know, whatever. I don't want to. Then in my suitcase, I found this KN95 mask that you had given me, which was black, which is obviously cooler. Mm-hmm. And B, I like tried it on, and the elastic was like a beautiful <laughs> strength. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I was knocking it out of the park for me. So I need to know where you got these masks. I want to give a shout out. To specifically Daryl's KN95 <laughs> extra mask that he keeps in his car. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of those. And if you guys can get some of those specifically, I would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I can just get the package. You want to see what it is right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Daryl's putting his headphones down. And he's going to his kitchen. Taking out a giant package of KN95s, which is really crinkly and it's going to be tough on camera. But, or I mean audio. Okay, here we go. 25-piece pack of foldable protectives KN95. What brand is this? It has no identifier. No, no brand. It's made by Chengdi Technology Company in China. All right, well, shout out to Chengdi Technology Company Mm -hmm. in China. Where in China? Guangzhou? This is in uh, Zhejiang province. Cool. In Longgong City. Longgong City. There you go. Shout out Longgong City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into it. Well, into these masks. I'm big, glad. Big, big fan. You can take a couple with you. I might on. do that. I might yeah. steal a couple extra yeah. from these. I'm a big fan of these. Yeah. Cool. That's my shout out this week. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so this afternoon, so this shout out is related to I think my shout out from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give a shout Remind last week us. to yeah. Floyd Bennett Field. Yes, um, I went where over you there. stopped on your bicycle. Exactly. Yeah. So on my way back home from Floyd Bennett Field last week, I made mental note of another state park called Shirley Chisholm. State Park. New York got to get it together with these state park names. What Mm -hmm. is going on? So Shirley Chisholm is actually an important lady. She's a politician. Um, Let's see. She became in 1968. She became the first black woman elected into U.S. Congress. That is rad. Yeah, representing a state, uh, a county in New York. Yeah, in Bed Stuy, and she served from for seven terms between 1969 and 1983. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. Yeah. And the park is around here. So the park is like Shirley it's in Brooklyn. Chisholm? Yeah, Chisholm, C H I S H O L M. Okay. Um, but it's yeah, it's by the Belt Parkway, just down over there. Okay. Um, closer to the water. Closer to the water. Okay. So um, I was saying that the like Floyd Bennett was a little bit wild and just felt a little bit risky because mm-hmm. everybody was drag racing and mm-hmm. learning how to drive. Um, this is probably a mile or two um, east from yeah. there, and it is 
beautiful. Yeah. So it's, I think it's like a very new or at least newly opened park. Uh, it was previous a land, previously a landfill, but they built it out and it is beautiful. There's, Amazing. Uh, it's paved path and it's designed for pedestrians and for light, slow bicycle riding. Mm-hmm. No dogs allowed. There's no like, cars. There's basically no vendors. It's just a huge chill spot. And it circles around, and you can see some of Jamaica Bay, and it was wonderful. I love, I love that you love this park. I love that this park is named after this lady. Do you know when it was dedicated? Like when the dedication happened? Um, is it a new park? I'm pretty sure it's a new park that has like only been open for maybe uh, less than a year. I mean, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you and I have differing park sensibilities mm-hmm. is all i'll say yeah kind of like the, your description of this park is a cool chill park with like only bikes and like slow ass walkers people and no vendors mm-hmm. give me a couple vendors <laughs> is all i'm trying to say like uh-huh. you know what i mean sometimes i'm walking around the park i'm looking at this beautiful stuff oh look there's a fish you know there's a bird and all of a sudden, like, well, you know what I could really use? It's a hot dog mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So Where's the Sabret man? Yeah, exactly. Where is Mr. Sabret? I need a Sabret hot dog uh-huh. right now. Yeah. And then, you know, you walk 100 feet and you see one and you get a hot dog. Mm-hmm. That's a lovely park experience for right. me. The... Um, yeah, I, I don't like being stuck places where I like the inability to get food is a factor. Yeah, this I one guess. is. I don't. Yeah, I don't think there were any vendors, but it also meant that there was almost no trash. That's kind of nice. Yeah. That is kind of nice. No trash, and because there's no dogs, no dog poop. I love a no dogs allowed park. Right. I'm huge about the no dogs allowed. Listen. You guys have your parks. They're mm-hmm. called dog parks, and take them there, and that's great. People parks mm-hmm. should be reserved for people. And this, yeah, this was awesome. You mm-hmm. could, there were people. There's like fishing allowed. So cool. You see a lot of people. Kind of like Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Off exactly. The, off the thing. We off should the do pier, it. There's yeah. like some where you can walk into like the sand area. Um, but the other thing that was really cool is like there's a little bit of elevation, so the uh, paved paths sort of wrap around, and there's gravel paths that you can hike up. Nice. And go, yeah, and see sort of Get a nice these view. hills. Yeah. Um, but because JFK is pretty close by, you can see the planes arcing over oh, the park. Sick. But it's not so close that it's loud. So they have enough elevation where you can't hear them, but they're close enough, they're like very close where you can see them. Right. Right. And that's adds, pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, shout out to Shirley Chisholm State Park. Thank you. It is maybe five or six miles from central Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. anybody who's around, it's easy to get to. You Sweet. can get there by subway. We rode bikes, but you could um, also it's drive. drive. You could drive there. So you could drive. They have a small parking lot. When we oh, got there, it was full. unbelievable, though. Yeah. A small parking lot. It's designed. You bring your family, all your bikes, rip around a little bit, and it's easy to get out Sounds of Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. But, um, yeah, highly recommend it. Also, like, I imagine if I was, like, a teenager or something, it'd be a great place to go and, like, 
hang out with girls. A lot of like oh. scenic makeout spots. Oh, if that's what you're interested in. So I would say it's a good date spot as well. Right. Fair enough. For anybody out there who's Great. looking for one of those. All right. Well, if you're a teen, if you're a horny teen <laughs> in New York City, get over to Shirley. Get over to Shirley. That's Daryl's. Reg- I want to make clear yeah. that's Daryl's recommendation. Right. If you're if you're if you're a teen looking to get down, yeah. go to Shirley go Chisholm. to Shirley Chisholm Park, named after the first black woman congressman from New York yeah. State. Also, but bring food because there's it didn't bring seem food. like there's right, bring fruit. It'll impress your date and bring your yeah exactly A little picnic, A little picnic, A little picnic. But don't litter. Do not litter. Throw it away. Pack in, pack out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could litter our Twitter feed with some of your bullshit if you want at Nolt Podcast, mm-hmm. N-O-L-T-T Podcast. If you're down to reach out to us, uh, you can. We have an Instagram. No one likes to tune a podcast that uh, on Instagram. Um, you can, you still can't you can't send us an email. No one likes to do a podcast at Gmail. Like I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on. It. I got to get into it because I got to email all these people about fucking uh this these ice cappuccinos. Ice cappuccinos. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you can take five minutes and do it. I, honestly, like I would appreciate it more than anything in the world. I really, really, really it would be great if you could do that. Uh, and uh, um. Patreon.com slash no one likes to podcast. There's some bonus episodes up there. There's going to be a few more soon-ish. And uh, uh, you get to vote on our in-betweener movies. So, yeah, throw us a buck if you want to throw us a buck. It's a great mm-hmm. cause. Not really. but <laughs> The in-betweener, though, is very important to it's us. It's important to us, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So uh, Anyway, get on it. Daryl, last thoughts. Eighteen words. Go. Oh my. Oh my God. <laughs> what am I gonna do except maybe watch another movie Saturday? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thirteen. Uh, well, uh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch three next week. That's right. And uh, thirteen twenty-seven will be the end of our cycle. Take care, everybody. Take care, Daryl. Thank you, Nick. You as well.